Look at that face. Roll, roll, please. <laughs> Look at that face. Roll, roll, please. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. We are back. It's your girl, Ashley. It's my guy, Keith. We are bringing you season two, episode one of Boy Girl Savage. I know you're asking where have we been? What have we been doing? Why has it been so long? We're going to get into all that, but we have a guest with us that we would like to introduce. Um, I'm so happy we're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got my man, Will. I was just saying, Will is my newest friend. I haven't made a new friend in about 10 years. Uh, my man, Will's with us. Uh, thank you for joining us. We're going to talk to Will in a second about um, his brand, his ideology, and much, much more. Um, you know, we we cross paths in Atlanta, celebrate a mutual friend. And, you know, I was like, this guy's dope even more so. You can see what he got on, his clothing brand, Mailbox Money, is super dope. You know, how, you know, as men, you know, when you see another dude with something fly on, you're like, ah, what's that? I can't ask him. I got to try to see the label, the tag, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Without saying nothing. But then he mentioned that, you know, it was his own brand. And once he said that, you know, I was like, oh, I'm all over it, you know. So we're going to get the wheel in a second for sure. But, Ashley, we're back after, I don't know, two years. Not, I mean, you know what? <laughs> Let's pretend it was yesterday. Let's just pretend yeah. it was yesterday. You don't have to how say we, how long. How do, how do we get back? How do we get back? That's what happened. Well, let's let's be honest. I feel like we made this attempt a couple of times, but it didn't it didn't click over until this last time. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, hey, wanna wanna bring the pod back? Uh -huh, wanna pod uh -huh. again? Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. This time, it just I think the one plus one equal two. You was ready. I was ready. I'm be honest. Yourself, I'm yes. be honest. I'm just here because it's your birthday. That's all. That's all. I mean, uh, it's your birthday. I you, you, you. I, I, just, I mean, but <laughs> you're. I mean, okay. So I did say let's bring it back. Let's have a birthday edition for guys that don't. So we're recording this on a Thursday. Hopefully, you'll get it ASAP. But my birthday was Wednesday, February tenth. Mm -hmm. I am 21 years old, 21 years young, I'm sorry. And um, I thought it would be great to get myself a podcast for my birthday. Yeah, and that's a great deal. I've been looking forward to this all week. People well, are like, we what go. are you doing for your birthday? What are you doing? I was doing this and I didn't tell anyone. So, <laughs> surprise, everyone. This is what I was doing for my birthday. Um, but yeah, I guess. That did make it easy to say for you to say yes. How, how did you celebrate your birthday? I know a little bit, but I don't know the whole, you know. I know it started with um, a massage, a real massage. Well, actually, I brought in my birthday with my friend and some live music. I did some two-stepping, you mm -hmm. know. That's, that's how I brought in my birthday. And then the morning of, I had a massage. I watched a movie. Um, it also snowed, but I was able to go grab some pizza, have a nice warm meal, cocktail, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then my mom had ice cream cake for me at her house. Oh, wow. So 
I loved your mom for 20 years. She's the coolest. She is the coolest. She Mm -hmm. actually, it's funny, when I told her we were doing this, she was like, oh my God. (laughs) I haven't seen Keith in so long. I was like, I know, mom. I was like, we're actually going to possibly record this on video. So maybe I'll get a chance to show you. So as long as this conversation, you know, stays, it could be slightly rated R, but it can't be rated R. That's all. Um, she can tune in. We get, we'll chop it up for her. We'll chop it up. So, you know, I know she don't think you're still an angel, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, that's, look, if anybody's parents out there think I'm an angel, I want them to continue that on because I am, right? Okay. Okay. That works. That works. All right, um, all right. Also, though, one thing I did for my birthday, too, was make sure I was 100% vaccinated mm. for the 10th of February. So um, that also has been going on the latter part of January and earlier this month is the uh, vaccine. Are you considering getting vaccinated? Well, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. I will drink the vaccine. You can shoot it in my veins. I need the vaccine yesterday, okay? I signed up with Angela also, Brooks. She sent me a text. You know, I put that I was a teacher because I am. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the front of the line. I need the vaccine ASAP, all right? I'm not uh, one of those people that, you know, don't believe in getting the vaccine for whatever reason. And that's fair. The only thing I would say to those people that are skeptical is, if you are skeptical, don't sit in your skepticism, right? So there's a reason why you're skeptical. You know, do some Googles, do a little bit of research. All the information you need is out there, really. You know, find right. a way to get comfortable. I'm an advocate because I want my life back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right, you know, right. uh, and not just my life. Like, you know, um, soccer for my son has been canceled for basically two seasons now you know I miss going to soccer practice and doing and going to swimming class and you know all of those little things where it's just like uh eh, you know you kind of skeptical about doing it um so yeah I need the vaccine ASAP I'm jealous that you already have yours speaking of skepticism let me tell you guys I was I was the skeptic like you could not pay me to get the vaccine I was not gonna do it at all mm-hmm. but to your point, there's a reason that you're skeptic. So figure out what that is and answer your, your questions, whatever concerns you have. And um, yeah, at the end of it all, I felt like that was the, the best decision for me and my loved ones and the people close to me. So I'm also an advocate. If you are able to, if you have the opportunity, mm-hmm. I think that it's a good idea. Will, are you no going to get the vaccine? It's a great idea. What side of the fence are you on? I can tell by your face. <laughs> no, I was doing a whole lot of stuff. You know, my background's different. Like, I, I was jealous of y'all's background. I had to readjust. I was like, let me get a background. I need something. <laughs> more than that. But I actually am on the other side. You know, I'm a huge believer uh, in the law of attraction and manifestation. You know, I got yeah. my life by universal law. Mm-hmm. So, like... You know, like for me, I do it for everybody else. I wouldn't do it for my personal. Like I, I just don't right. have that. Like I would do it for everybody else. I right. wouldn't do it for you know. Like I'm not trying to save my life. I, I feel like my life is perfectly fine. Like I don't, I don't have a. Are you an Aquarius? Word. No, I'm a Gemini. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I'm a Gemini, but I don't have have a single worry or concern in the world about my health and well-being, my welfare at all. Like, literally, I am a whole heart. And we'll get into when we talk about the clothing line and everything, like just a little bit of my belief system and, you know, some of the the manifestational stuff that I've seen and why I'm Mm -hmm. such a strong believer in universal law. Right. So um, for everybody else, I would do it, you know, for just their peace of mind. But um, personally, like, I mean, I I can wait, you know, like I'm not the person like who I'm not ready to get to the front of the line. Like I can wait. It's not a big deal. I like what you said, though, you know, because I mean, that's a big reason for me as well is, you know, I do it for everybody else. So like, luckily, luckily, my mom, everybody's homeschooling virtually or whatever. My mom took on Mm -hmm. the challenge and it's definitely a challenge. I commend her. I got to send her on vacation somewhere when the school year is over. But she took on the challenge of homeschooling, not just my son, but my niece, who they're both in the second grade. She created an entire curriculum for them very hands-on it's not just a you know sit on zoom (laughs) with your teacher for a few hours like she's literally going through different stuff that being said I go to my mother's house every day my grandmother has cancer my aunt has cancer and she takes care of them as well so it's just like you know for me it's like I don't want to be the person that is just like I'm good I'm healthy and I'm exposing them to potentially, even if it's a 1% chance, you know, if, if anything yeah. I could do to reduce the chance of me being the cause of somebody else's sickness, uh, I'll do it. Plus, I just want to get back to life. Like, well, you was there. We was in Atlanta. It was a whole nother world. <laughs> <laughs> it Corona was- don't live there, bro. Man. Corona don't live there. It don't, even, it don't even have a temporary ID there. Don't. It don't. It don't. I can't wait nothing. for the Netflix documentary about coronavirus in Atlanta because that first spot we went into on Friday, I left after 10 minutes. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is not, uh, after being quarantined for a year and seeing that, I was like, something not right. <laughs> like, it's something but that what I don't do y'all, what do, you, what do y'all think it is? Like, do, do you really think that Atlanta has, they have herd immunity or like how is it possible to be in i don't know it's just it's i mean i mean mean, their numbers aren't even crazy either though like when you look at it like their numbers for the coronavirus they're not like blown out the water crazy for like like their hospitals aren't overwhelmed like it's like it's kind of like they have the same coronavirus everybody else does they just don't wear the mask like Oh, we'll take it like you guys got it. We minus the mask. We not, we're good on the yeah. mask. We, everything else is real, but yeah. So it's like I don't. We went, to, you know. we went to a spot where they literally said, "Yo, why, why do you have a mask on?" I'm like, "It's 350 people in here. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Why do I have a mask on?" So yeah, coronavirus in Atlanta, it hit different, or it just don't hit at all. <laughs> like that shit don't exist. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, so go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I just I think I would I would have done the same thing. Like I I think it would have just been a shock to my system to see something like that, and I've been like, yeah, I think it's time for me to roll out of here. <laughs> Without a doubt. Go. Without a doubt. All right. So it, what what else is going on? As did you watch the Super Bowl? Um. So let's talk about that. Um, oh God! I was 
I was prepared to watch the Super Bowl. I did say to myself earlier in the day, you know what? You should probably go ahead and just nap for like a little hour or something because you probably won't make it through. I know it's, it's your, grandma your, type stuff. You did. It's, your birthday did just pass. Okay. Continue. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I I was actually asleep before the Super Bowl started. <laughs> Uh, when I woke up, it was about a minute left in the first quarter. I'm like, great. I've only missed a quarter. Cool. Mm. Somehow, some way, I dozed off again. It was about so you, 30 seconds left. You it said was, this was your what birthday? What birthday was this? 21st. Oh, okay. That sounds about right. That's that's 21-year-old behavior. Go ahead. 90, 90, 91st. <laughs> uh, and Benjamin believe it or not, when I woke up for, at the end of the second quarter, I was like, perfect. I'm right. I'm right here for halftime. I slept through the entire thing. So I only witnessed the third and fourth quarter. I oh. really wasn't all that pressed to see the greatest of all time win again. Because um, mm-hmm. we knew that's what was going to happen. But, um, you know. Can I take a quick uh, greatest of all time detour? Sure. Please. Tom Brady. Talk about me. Huh? Got it. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You, you to go at napping. Tom Brady, 10 championship <laughs> appearances, seven champion. He won seven, seven, seven and three. LeBron James in the finals, 10 times, four and six. I don't understand why people continue to compare him to Michael Jordan. Maybe it's because I'm born in the 80s, but it's not even close. Like, <laughs> you don't get credit for just getting there. I'm sorry. I don't get it. Like, this, this makes it clear to me. Okay, with based on that context, are you saying that in terms of basketball that you believe LeBron is the GOAT? No, no. the opposite. Oh, you're Michael still Jordan. with Michael Jordan. What you mean still? It was never a, a doubt. Let's back up. The stats that you just read off was about LeBron. And you're Michael just saying Jordan, not... Six oh, and okay. LeBron James has lost as many championships as Michael Jordan. I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it was a, just a quick tangent. I don't know. I, I'm, a, I'm a LeBron fan. I, I mess with LeBron for what he does off the court and on the court. You know, he got the promise school and everything. And he's managed to avoid all the controversy, you know, that comes along with being young, black, and famous. I mess with LeBron 100%. In the, in the social media age. In social, the social media like, like, Man, like they, in the social media age, like that's they, the that's the, he's a goat at he's he's the he's probably the best dancer I've ever seen. <laughs> but, it, y'all it, saying, but you're saying it's not enough to just make it to no, absolutely. you gotta be you gotta make it and win these things, you know what I'm yes. saying? Yes, yeah. yes, is it enough to go to school? <laughs> if you don't graduate, it don't matter. <laughs> Hello. I went to school. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That was a quick tangent. I'm sorry. I, I derailed this. Uh, Super Bowl was cool. Wait, I mean, the on, game the on. game was over at halftime. What, what Last happened? thing. Last thing about the GOAT conversation. I would just like to say that I don't – for a minute, I knew why they were comparing LeBron and Michael Jordan, but I also feel like can we just let the great be the great? Like, they're in two separate age. No. Like, No. no? No. no, not at all. Okay, not at all. No, I mean I, I, everybody else. Everybody else is doing a comparison, though. So that's why you know I'm like, no, it's Michael Jordan. Anyway, Super Bowl was over at halftime. You really didn't miss much. The Chiefs couldn't stop the Buccaneers. It was what it was. It was kind of boring. Tom Brady. I mean, it's amazing. He's amazing. That's that's my guy. 
That's I did go back and watch the performances so that I can. Um, I didn't know why everyone was so upset about the weekend, so I was like, let me go see what actually occurred that everybody was mad about. Um, on a scale, on a, on a scale of one to one to five, how big of a weekend fan are you? One. Okay, five being I'm a huge fan. One being not really. One. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, I, no. I knew I knew what you were saying. I don't. Yeah. I don't own music. I listen to yeah. him when he come on. It's not you know he's cool. He's cool. I got you. No, I'm I'm with you 100. Um, I don't know. I just people love him, and I'm like when he put out House of Balloons. I don't know ten years ago. I was like, oh, that's that that big tape was hard, but I I don't know. I listened to his albums one time, all the songs sound the same, and then I just keep it moving. I don't know. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion. Who knows? Um, uh, I'm definitely on the side of of of, of a, I mean, like I just don't I don't. He doesn't pique my interest enough for me to dig into the weekend. And I was actually pleasantly surprised that some of the songs that I heard on the radio were him. I'm like, oh, this is the weekend too. Like it was like a right. discovery of the weekend mm-hmm. for me more so than it was like a celebration of you know this great artist like i was like oh wow i didn't know he sung that that's actually pretty cool you know and then yeah. one of those songs i don't even know which one but one of them is stuck in my head at this point um, <laughs> like, I'm just it, like what the hell like oh all right cool it worked they said right, he put right. seven million dollars of his own money into the into the halftime show i didn't know yeah. i didn't really see where the seven million went um, I, I saw it i saw it in- he filled all 100 yards of the football field was filled with dancers. Oh wow! Like normally, you know, they, they like you got to think about it. Like when they showed that shot from far out, the whole football field was covered with people in red jackets at that point. And I'm like, that's that's pretty impressive, right? Most people have little like thing they roll out and then they roll it back in the tunnel, and it's like that's the whole thing. And some cheerleaders and some like kids who got charity, and then it's like, okay, cool, great job. But like to fill the entire 100 yards. Like that was impressive to me. I was like, "Oh wow, okay, I've never seen that done." Like, I, think I don't I was know. Looking for more, like when he was on the stage, like his little yeah. whatever that background thing he had going on, when he was up there singing, I think I was looking for more like effects, like yeah, to Fireworks, support something his performance. But I keep telling people, you also have to keep. It's the Pepsi halftime show. They are they're looking for talent and entertainers that like that's their brand. You know what I mean? And the weekend and a Pepsi is kind of a, I get it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, Washington football team headed to the Super Bowl next year. <sighs> oh, God. About that. Um, I knew it was something about her. Like, I knew it was something other than no. her birthday. Will, I to Will, don't do this, Will. Will. And you, you look great for 21, might I say that. I mean, now that I'm here. <laughs> You know, um, we 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 won't talk about them this season, but uh, watch out. Watch out what? What do we? Yeah, that's not that's, that's not. I mean, do you? We okay? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get crazy about it, but we did, we did, we were the NFC East champs. Okay, I know what the record was. I know, but this, who's your team, bro? This is a we, prop, we are becoming. We are becoming the winners that we need to be. This is we gotta, a, we gotta make this. this is a shining example of a celebration of being mediocre. Okay. <laughs> you, you won a division, which was garbage, 
with a below uh, five hundred record. Is, is your team in? Is your team in that division? We we are, and we're trying. Okay, I just want to make this sound like it sounded like this team was in that division. The Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No. Oh, he's still wow. claiming them. It's been my team since wow. I was six Whoa. years old. What are we talking Whoa. about here? That's like a Whoa. whole other episode. You guys might need to have a whole other episode. <laughs> I will. I will say this as a as a Washington football team fan. Um, do you, I don't think I get to. I did. Did I tell you this? Do you know who my quarterback was for fantasy? Uh, Dak Prescott, the one-legged bandit. Yeah, everybody until, until he got injured, I was kill. I probably would have won first place. I don't even want Dak on my. Let's not talk about this. We, we'll okay. do a sports. We'll come back. We'll do a sports podcast. I don't even want him on my team anymore. I have a question for y'all. Let's let's <laughs> on your fantasy team or on your real team. Both. <laughs> I don't like them. I'm not a fan. I don't like them. Okay, question for y'all. We've been locked down for the most part, some of us, since last March. I know my job sent this home since March. Have you guys picked up any new hobbies or just taught yourself anything new basically in the last year of this, you know, quarantine pandemic? Go ahead, Will. I have. I'll let you go first. Closing, man. Ooh. Okay, we're gonna come back to Will because that's a great. <laughs> okay, question. I'll t- okay. Let me tell you. Come back um, to Will. Oh, that's a great so answer, during, though. Same, same as you, Keith. I've been home since March. Um, in the in the beginning, you know, the weather was nice. I was getting into like my fitness for a little bit. Um, from there, I was working with my brother. The lovely chef mac and cheese we was setting up shop on the side of the road with a food truck we was selling barbecue dinners and that was during the pandemic that was every weekend that was pretty cool um other hobbies i started coloring which then led me to painting mm-hmm. um i also am now like spotify and they should pay us for this but spotify has a um, <laughs> they have this feature called um, a group session. And mm-hmm. so I've been starting group sessions where you can have up to five friends come into the Spotify group with you and you kind of like pass the offs with your friends. So y'all can, you know, y'all are like group being the DJ and listening to music all day together. Only thing that's missing, they don't have a chat feature. But um, that's been something that's been kind of like fun to do during the day while I'm like working stuff. Um, That's cool. Yeah. I have, I have started gambling more, but I actually do uh, this. I got into the stock market. Like I literally purchased my first stock last March and right now, and I'm on Robinhood. Everybody hate Robinhood right now, but I'm not one of those people. My portfolio. Can we have another uh, episode where we talk about maybe um, stock and Robin? Yeah. I also started this year, but I am kind of still dibbling, dabbling. I am seeing my money grow, but I don't really think I know what I'm doing. Oh, I'm I am I'm telling you right now, I'm up 144 percent, which means I'm up 1,800 dollars right now in my portfolio that I started in March. I don't want. So I don't really want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> makes me terribly sad makes me terribly sad like i gave 
phenomenal stock advice to everyone. But because I was a novice in the world of stock, I panicked when I saw my stock go down like a week into it. Money I did not, I put $1,000 in, money I did not need, mm-hmm. didn't, never, I put money in Shopify. When I put money in mm-hmm. Shopify last year, it was $313 a share. Mm-hmm. It is now at, and I had a couple shares, and it's now at over $1,000 a share, I want to say, or like 900 something dollars a share. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, no. It I, was I, right the first time. Fourteen yeah. sixty per share. Yeah, Good exactly. Gracious. I was going to say something. Crazy. You got in at yeah. $300, bro? $313, bro. Oh, my God. I got in. Wow. I took the money out and I said, you know what? I should invest it in uh, Canopy Growth Networks, right? And I only had four shares of Canopy at $10 a share. It's now trading at 50 roughly, a share. Um, I had, real quick, Will, real quick. So yeah. my friend also, she did the same thing you did with Canopy. So right now I'm like, I'm watching it to see, you know, would you advise to? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I just okay. bought it again last week at uh thirty eight dollars a share, and it's now like roughly fifty a share. 50, yeah. Okay. Um, I was talking to a good friend of mine, so I know, and he was like, "Yo, you got money sitting in cash app?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yo, just put it in Bitcoin." Mm-hmm. Like anytime you have money, like you know, you just kind of like I, I feel like a lot of people just like you get money in cash app, you don't need, you kind of like hide it from yourself, you just leave it in cash app, right? He's like, yeah. "Yo, just put it in Bitcoin, bro." And so I put it in Bitcoin and it was like $38 or something when I bought it. And it just shot up to like $47. And I'm like, oh, okay, quick $300. I did that like mm-hmm. three weeks ago, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is genius because I don't really need the money that's sitting in my, my cash. Why not invest so, it into something like Bitcoin? So what you're saying, that's my key. So I don't, I look at it as gambling, right? If I go to the casino, I'm playing poker. I learned how to play poker as well during the quarantine. If I go yeah, to the casino, I, mean, <clears throat> I only take, I'll go two, $300. My, in my mind, I'm like, I don't need this. Two, once it come out the ATM, it's gone. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need uh, the money. This, this is money to play with. This is just for a good time. So that's my same mentality when it comes to investing. It's like, you know, I'll do a monthly transfer, three, four, $500 a month to my Robinhood. And I'll treat it like, okay, the worst case scenario is I'll lose all of this money. And I don't really need it. God bless, I'm in a good position where I can, you know, have a few hundred bucks to gamble with. Now, uh, hold on. Now, I fortunately, everything in my portfolio since March has gone up, you know. So I've been able to see everything increase basically tenfold um, in my portfolio. Hold on, what we got going on? <laughs> a model just entered the room. Damn. <laughs> Oh, hush. <laughs> a model hey, just y'all. entered the room. <laughs> young, young sellers is in the building. <laughs> well, hold on. Though? I need to see this picture. Hold on. Let me see these pictures. Hold on. Let me see. <laughs> why, why you got to be a hater? I swear. <laughs> I, I, said, I said a model. I'm doing the opposite of hating. What you talking about? Oh, my goodness. Uh, you got to turn your video on, by the way. But, you know, I'll let you get around to that whenever you want to. Um, yeah, so back to the stocks though. So everything, you know, I just started out, I have a few friends that's really into it. Um, and I just asked them for advice and they just say, people always say either buy what you know, you know what I mean? So I have a list of, I just call it my products and I'll invest in different companies, 
that, you know, I, if I see the shit around my house, I'm like, oh, I'm, let me buy this. Let me buy that. You know what I mean? And then what I'll do is um, just look for other things that's like leading the market. So actually, like the first stock that I bought was the company uh, Moderna, who actually came up with the vaccine, one of the second vaccine that was approved by the FDA. And um, I bought them for $25 a share, similar to Will. Well, it's not as good as Shopify, but $25 a share. And now they what? at like 170. <laughs> yo, so, yo, yo. Let me tell you, let me tell you how like on I was, right, with stocks, right? So when I downloaded Robinhood, you know they give you a free stock, right? Yeah. What free stock did they give me? What's, what free stock did I select of all the options? What's the free it, stock that I selected? What you get? I got Caesars, like uh, Caesars. Oh, if, if, if you could just say one random stock to select, like that would be like, it's no way you selected that stock. It's gonna be one of the bigger ones, Apple, Google, like one of those. Big now ones. they'll give you like it was like you know they give you like one something's gonna die, like they think it's like a company's gonna die, right? <laughs> right. That everybody's shorting, like oh look, you get a free stock because you don't know any better. Mm -hmm. right, I selected right. GameStop. Oh. <laughs> I went so to my Robinhood account. Remember, I told you I took all the money out. I went into my Robinhood account. And I was like, why is there six hundred dollars in my Robinhood yeah. account right now? I have right, no clue right. what's going on, right. and it was, and I hadn't, I hadn't even seen the news about GameStop or anything. I just happened to check, and I'm like, yo, why do I have six hundred dollars here? GameStop through the roof. Yeah. I cashed out yeah. when it dropped down like five. I cashed out and then just put it in the Canopy Grow. Canopy is down to forty dollars again right now. I actually would buy some more if I were, if, if anybody was looking, I would buy some more Canopy. And I tell you, because Canopy's into the marijuana, the legal um, medical marijuana distribution in Canada, they have the deal already. They also have some deals in, in Europe that they're working on. And then they already had a foot in the door for when marijuana legalization happens in the U.S. They'll be able to do the online distribution. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. They had, goodness. I was talking about Shopify. Sorry. Still buy Shopify if you can. <laughs> Shopify has it. Shopify is doing their online the Canadian marijuana distribution. They already had the rights to that. And they already had a foot in the door to have it in the U.S. And they're also doing it in some European countries. But mm -hmm. Canopy is just, as far as like, you know, legal marijuana and like production of it and farming and things of that nature. They're all they're hands on in that. And um, Scott's Miracle Grow is actually hands on in uh, marijuana cultivation as well. So that's just another tidbit that you probably wouldn't know because I know I think about grass and lawn care when I think about Scott's, but they're getting into the, the marijuana thing too. Um, the other one that I'm watching too outside of Canopy is one called Grow Generation. Um, mm -hmm. Same industry or whatever, but that one also they. I forgot where my friend bought it at, but um, it's like 55 right now. But that one also, it's it's one to watch. I don't have a jump out there yet, but. I mean, for like, you got to look at it like this, right? Say, for instance, you spend, if it's a, you get in on these stocks at like 10, 20, even $50, right? You spend $50, like you might sneeze and spend $50. If you leave out the door these days, it costs $100, right? You're so right. excited to be outside, you're almost going to spend $100. So if you stay in the house and you spend $50 on a stock and just like forget about it and look back at it a year later and it's a $300, $400, $500,000 stock, like it's a win. Like, you know, like you said, if you just build into your budget, like it's anonymous, random money that I would spend on uh, extra shot if I was at happy hour, you know, or buying around a shot for my friends at happy hour. Like, you can't really beat it. It's just, you got to get it out of the mindset of, you know, being so attached to the money and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, leaning into the potential of it growing because most likely it's going to grow, especially if you like, we all know what everybody uses. 
You know, like everybody, like they say, the best stock advice they can give you is stock one-on-one, buy what you use. Just like you said, you, you said earlier, like whatever you see around your house, whatever you see people using, you know, that every time something happens, every 10 years I would invest in toilet paper stock, I guess, because there's always like some type of recession or some type of something that causes everybody to run to store and get toilet paper. I don't know what it is with toilet paper. <laughs> All right, All right. Just invest in toilet paper stock. So, so before we jump uh, back to the other thing you started during the quarantine, young sellers, young sellers, are you there? Are you yes, listening? I, I, I don't. Yeah, I'm here. There she go. What's Hi, Christine. Yeah, hey, y'all. You ain't doing no work, bro. First of a, all, yes, I you, am. You, you was in a, working. you was in a fake meeting or a real meeting? No, I was in a real meeting. Right. You was on mute the whole time. No. <laughs> no, nah, that was a fake deal. Young sellers, have you learned anything new since uh, we've been uh, sent home from the Census Bureau? Like as picked up as... any new picked up any new hobbies, just taught yourself um, anything new? Yes. One is what you all were actually just discussing. So mm -hmm. I've been learning about stocks and mm -hmm. the stock market. Um, so that's something that I've picked up and I'm still a newbie to it. So I'm still trying to figure out when to buy, what to buy, when to sell, what to keep. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's something that I'm really interested in and I just need to, I'm trying to soak in any information and knowledge I can about that. Um, I've also started a new business, um, as well since, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I just applied for an LLC for a new, for a new company. So I've been busy and then I'm rebranding my hair. Is business. the new company a secret or can you tell us what the business is? <laughs> it is a secret right now. I will okay. let you know. But respect, I can talk about my respect. hair stuff. I'm okay. rebranding for my hair stuff, you know, finishing up a new website for booking. So I have a couple of things under my belt, you know, All for right. 2021. So hopefully it'll be a better year than 2020. You oh, got something up her sleeve anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> Never know. You got to. You got to. You got to. Christina's going to pop out like, ha ha. Look, you got to keep them on their toes. You got to keep them on their toes. You know, keep them guessing. I hear that. I hear that. So, Will, you 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 alluded to it earlier, but tell us more. Tell us more. Uh, as we spoke to earlier, you know, I, I saw the clothing line for my own, with my own eyes in Atlanta, and I was like, what is that? Where he get that from? And when he said, oh, yeah, this is mine. I'm like, this is mine? Like, this your brand? I'm like, yeah, that's that's fire. And, you know, I'm I'm like a snob when it comes to clothes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I never want to wear nothing else that everybody else got on. Like, no offense, but I don't shop in last stop. So, what Man. is something... <laughs> like, like, of all the places you could have seen? I mean, that's what they we know. But uh, but Will, so you said you started. So you just I didn't know that though. So you said you did just yeah, start it during the quarantine. How, so like, how did you take the first steps? Um, I decided so. Like I've always had clothing lines, right? But I always like stopped doing them because I never was able to get to like the standard that I was looking for for clothing. Like mm. I would like start manufacturing, I could get the look, I could get like maybe, you know, I could source some decent t-shirts, but like either I would be getting overcharged for like basic print. And like, it would just be like, everybody would love the clothing line, but I would hate the quality and it wasn't something that I wanted, you know, like, 
when I walk out the room, I want you to talk, you know, talk, speak highly of me, you know. So if I give you something, a garment, and it has to be associated with my personal brand, then it needs to be, you know, in alignment with my standards for life and what I would personally wear. So I know the disappointment that I had when I was like putting out these other clothing lines. So it'll be always like a short run, like three or four months. And I'd be like excited and everybody like, yo, can you give me this? Can you make this? And I'd be like, bro, I just can't do it anymore because like the quality just isn't there. And I'm not going to just... I don't want you to just feel some type of way when you see me, you know, just because right. I gave you something that looked good and it was microwave clothing, really. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting up and I'm watching, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I ended up watching um, one of my few shows that I do watch is the Kenya Barris series, like, and um, uh, Blackish, right, was one of my favorite shows, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the things I admired about Blackish was like their wardrobe was always so on point. Like they just were always like, spot on they gave you different looks and everybody had like their personality in there it was i mean their their style personified their um their, their personality so i'm like yo, i love blackish right and i used to watch it in part for the actual wardrobe right and then black af came out mm-hmm. <laughs> and when black af came out i said oh it, that's it. Like, I got to go back into it. Like, I have to go back into clothing. There is no way that I can give anybody any passes because I know I can do this. I know I have an eye for it. I know I have the capability to doing this. But they are applying pressure on this show. Mm. Like, I'm talking about exclusive, like, trend setting pieces. And it was all high quality. And I'm like, yo, all right, that's it. Like, this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, I'm a big believer in law of attraction manifestation. So I really just set my mind to it. I'm like, look, I'm going to do this clothing line. I'm going to find me a manufacturer that's going to meet my standards. I'm really going to make this clothing line happen. And my end goal is I'm going to make my clothing line so fire. I don't know if you know this part of the story. I'm going to make my clothing line so fire that I'm going to get it on blackish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, was the, that was the goal, right? Mm-hmm. At the beginning, mm-hmm. before I even had anything, right? So I, I started the clothing line. I started it, and this is why I tell everybody, like, yo, you, we we walk, we all walk around with million dollars in our po- millions of dollars in our pockets, just whether or not you just had to access it or not, right? Mm. And a million dollars looks just like this, without a doubt, right? Without a doubt, yep. I designed my whole first season, my whole first collection, on my phone in four hours, in the middle mm. of the night, from two a.m. to 6 a.m. I do that. Like I randomly get obsessed with something and I just go hard on it. So from 2 a.m. to 6 a.m., I got on shirt app, right? You can download it now. And I downloaded Every, it. Everybody images. take note. Everybody um, take note. Say that one more time. <laughs> it's, it's, what is it called? Shirt, shirt, app. App. shirt app. Shirt app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm designing all these pieces and I'm looking at it and they wanted like $50 for the piece I want. And they still couldn't even print. They couldn't do shoulder. They couldn't do sleeve print. They couldn't do embroidery. They were just literally print t-shirts. But I just wanted to get the concepts out of my head and make them real, right? I wanted right. to take them from thoughts to something real, something I could see, touch, feel, visualize, right? And then I hopped on um, Fiverr. Mm-hmm. Yep. When I got on Fiverr, I started searching for um, manufacturers and I was talking to my homegirl and she was like, yo, in order to get your stuff manufactured, you need a tech pack. And I was like, oh, what? What? Like, I'm just going <laughs> to give them these images. And they just need to put these images on the T-shirt. Where I t-. She's like, no, it's called a tech pack. So I, I got on Fiverr and I like Google tech pack, like who can help with tech pack? All these designers came up. Right. And I started mm-hmm. like reaching out to them, giving them my ideas. And I picked from the ones who had like imagery and artistry that was similar to what I already had put together because I wanted them to be able to like just simply just put it in place. So I get so like hold on. to do a tech pack. The first 
One question for you. One question for you, Will. So I know the answer, but I want the people to know the answer. Did you go to school for fashion design? Did you have any type of formal training? Absolutely. Other than the thousands upon thousands of dollars that I spent shopping over my adult life. <laughs> <laughs> I could afford to go to school for it if right. I would have just invested in going to school because right. I spent a lot of money on clothes. I used to, you know, spend a lot of money on, you know, designer. But like outside of that, like, no, right. no, no. So again, you know, the, I'm, again the, the secret sauce was the phone yeah. in your hand. The secret sauce is the belief. Mm-hmm. right and the secret sauce is not trying to dictate the pathway but determine the destination that's the secret sauce to everything decide yeah, where you're yeah. going and know that you're going to get there and then watch the universe work its magic and take you to where you're going a lot of us just all the time decide we go in the wrong place mm. you know you'd be like oh that ain't gonna work out and then that's your destination not working out and then when it don't work out you'd be like manifesting it manifestation ain't real you just manifested it not working out Right, it's super right. real, <laughs> you know. Like it's super <laughs> real, <laughs> but you know, it's all about. I, 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 I hear you, Deacon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I hopped on Fiverr, right? Just like I'm give you the fast one. So I hopped on Fiverr. I find like two people to do these tech packs. One guy does a tech pack, kicks me a tech pack back. Cool. The other guy does my tech pack, and I'm like, Yo, so can you have anybody who can manufacture it? He's like, yeah, I, I, this guy, he had terrible. The guy who recommended the manufacturer to me had terrible customer service, like terrible. And I like almost wanted to like cancel the, the order and not work with him. But he mm-hmm. finally got back to me and he got back to me late and he gave me the answer to both my questions. Like he gave me my tech pack back. And then he said, yeah, and this guy can actually manufacture it for you. He literally handed me over to a guy This because he served his purpose. I'm thinking that he was supposed to be the guy that made my tech pack. No, he was just a thoroughfare to get me to the guy who is now my main manufacturer. He was the head of product development for G-Star for five years. And he branched off and left G-Star and started his own manufacturing company and owns his own manufacturing plant in Bangladesh. And he knows all the ins and outs and the technical terms. And he's been coaching me. I'm like, this is what I want. And he's like, oh, you mean this? And I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's the technical term for it. (laughs) So I'm learning it. I know what I want. I just don't know the technical terms, right? You're learning by um, doing Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, long story short, I didn't even have my first uh, my first garment. I actually touched my first garment in August. OK. First, and it was a sample. That's a good right? month. Leo season. And obviously, right. Mm-hmm. There's so many great things about the birth <laughs> in August, right? Mm-hmm. So I, um, I got my first sample in August. I got my first bulk order in November. Right. Mm-hmm. And to end the story, just so we can get back into more of a conversational piece. What show am I on already, Keith? What show did I tell you I was on? Did I tell you? He's on Blackish. His clothes is on, on Blackish. Black-ish. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm getting racing off for a Grownish. They're like, I got to go. As soon as I get over here, I'm getting racing off some more clothes to the costume designer for Grownish. I mean, the same person. She does Blackish and Grownish. Um, I'm going to send off some more stuff because she wants to put this actual this and then the heart um, 3D heart pocket uh, sweatshirt like this on Gronish. So I started oh. off. Law of attraction, manifestation. If it wasn't for the man that you talked to to put you in man. with the manufacturer that was already doing this, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, and, and listen. you made a decision. You said, you know what? I want to do boom. And you just, all the dots just added up all you had to do was stay focused on what it is that you wanted to do 
Mm-hmm. That's literally it. It's like what you have to understand, what people have to understand about life, right, is that where we get off track is trying to find follow somebody else's pathway, right? And mm. like I'm from DC. Hold on, say it again. I'm, say I'm it from- again. Say it again. Ooh, when we get off track, yeah, for sure, bro. <laughs> when we get off track in life, is trying to find out, follow somebody else's pathway, right? Well, I'm from know. Northwest DC, right? I grew up born and raised in Northwest DC, right? So if you ask me how to get to Georgia Avenue, right, I'm gonna say you go down Kennedy Street West on Kennedy Street until you run into Georgia Avenue. It's a straight shot, right? Mm-hmm. But if you grow up in Southeast. And you say how to get to Georgia Avenue, right? Even though we got the same destination, it's not the same pathway. Right. And people get so caught up and attached to their pathway that they want to prescribe you their pathway. You know, everybody's looking for wellness, but they don't, we ain't all got the same illness, right? So you can't take my medicine. It's always the same thing. Like you can't get caught up in the pathway. You just got to know, hey, look, this is my destination. This is where I want to land. And then trust that if you stay focused on where you want to land, the route will unfold in front of you. Just like when you punch the destination, your GPS, you just got to trust the GPS. You don't tell the GPS where to go. So I've really had a conversation with Will over Harold's fried chicken in Atlanta. And we went early, okay. but it was it was hookah, it was a DJ. I'm like, everywhere you go, it's a hookah and a DJ in Atlanta. But, but I heard his story, exactly. I heard his story and he didn't know that he was preaching to the quiet. Like everything that he's saying, I wholeheartedly believe myself 100%. I always say we are the sum of our choices, right? Anything you mm-hmm. want to be in life, there's, there's nothing that's going to stop you from being it, right? We, we've seen enough examples of people from all different backgrounds, socioeconomic backgrounds, pull themselves up and, and just be great, you know? So when Will was telling me, I'm like, this this guy, <laughs> like, I, I see why we cross paths, you know what I mean? Sure. Like, we have the same, we, we think the same way about life and just goal setting and, and then achieving goals. It's like, if this is what I want to do, it's literally nothing that's going to stop me from accomplishing what I want to do, you know? And the fact that you on Blackish and you started this less than a year ago, less, less than, than a year, year ago. I mean, that's amazing, intentions. bro. Right. With the intentions, I said, I want to put, Ken- well, the specific intention was I wanted to have Kenya Barris in my clothing. So mm-hmm. I haven't 1000%, but I wanted him on the show in my clothing. I haven't 1000% you know, accomplish my goal. But what, what people have to also understand about goals is that you get them in their likeness. Like you may not get the exact thing, but you get it in its likeness. Like you, like right. the idea, the inspiration behind it was to have Kenya Barris, but it wasn't just Kenya Barris. It was the whole, like the lady who does the, the costume design for Black, and she did the costume design for Martin. She did costume design for Bernie Mac. She did costume design for In Living Color, right? So right. it was just really, I really didn't know what I want. I didn't know that I needed her to have her hands on my stuff because it would have just ended up on Kenya Barris. She couldn't put me on any other shows. But now mm-hmm. she's got me on, she got me on Blackish already, already filmed the episode. And now when I ship out, they're going to put me on the next season of Grownish. Right. And then in addition to that, like the, her assistant works for Project Runway and he's excited. So who knows where that's going to go? So it's just like, you know, it, I wanted the likeness. I wanted to be in that air. I wanted to be in that realm of of, you know, fashion and, you know, look at and, me. Right. Not and, the end. And, and the other thing I'll say is for me, I found that I tend to enjoy the journey more so than the destination, you know, like being a, being able to set out on a path. First of all, the first step is always the hardest step. And then once, once you take that leap, for me, it was a transition from being an employee to standing up my own con- uh, contracting company 
um, and pursuing government contracts. Now that's more boring, but at the same time, there's still risks associated with it, right? Because you are technically self-employed and you have to basically go out and find your own food. <laughs> there is no grocery store. You know, I can't sit on the bench of a huge consultant company. You know, when this project ends, I have to go get another project. I have to figure out how to grow my business so that I am not the only one showing up to a nine to five and figure out how to compete with, with all these other um, companies. But I found that just when I got my first paycheck and it said Oliver Technology Group on it, I framed it. I was like, yo, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I got to like this. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I asked for a raise. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, nah, I'm just going to go get a raise. You know, so yeah. it's different. It's, it's, it's just, you know, that being on that journey and that path and, you know, it's a marathon. That's why I mess with Nipsey. I know that's your man, Ashley. I mess with Nipsey because it's really a marathon. I think nowadays, you know, people tend to focus on now. I want it now. I want it now. They want that instant gratification. Whereas it's like, bro, like you now, Will, you you different. <laughs> Less than a year, you on blackish. But nine times out of 10, you know, it might take a year to, it might take five years, but if you can't enjoy the journey, then I don't know if you necessarily should even be on that path to begin with. You know what I mean? So remember, check this out though. Check out the, the story though. Remember when I said like this clothing line made it to blackish? Right, right. Remember, I said I started uh, like four other clothing lines, four other times, probably over the last 15 years, I've started at least four clothing lines that I just didn't stick with because it just didn't make sense at the time. I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the time. I didn't have whatever it was. It just wasn't right. It wasn't something I could stick to. So yeah, this time, you know how they say like, you know, overnight success isn't, is never overnight. It's just, you right. know, when people finally start paying attention to it, it's like, oh, that happened really quickly. Right. right. I, I got pictures, bro. I got, you know, I got receipts from 02, 04, you know <laughs> right. what I'm saying? Oh, oh six clothing lines back then that I started that I sold clothing, but it just wasn't something that I could maintain. And it just wasn't as refined as it, as it became. And I just, I didn't have as much, I hadn't even had enough experience with my own clothing, like buying enough designer to say, oh, wow, this is a difference. I understand why this costs this much. Right. Right. But um, it also like I wasn't in a place in life where I was understanding why I was successful. I was always successful, but I didn't understand why. And all that is hidden inside the clothing line. The clothing line um, is mailbox money, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people associate that with Nipsey, but Nipsey really had a lot of, you know, he had an album called Mailbox Money, but he had a lot of understanding of, you know, adding value in life, right? And, you know, getting a check in the mail, right? Um, and that's pretty much what the principle is. One of my main principles in life is add value everywhere you go. I used to be like back in the day, day, my mom put me in the Cub Scouts and he was like, leave the place better than you found it. You know, leave every mm. place better than you found it. That kind of stuck with me, right? <laughs> so like, I always am like, yo, wherever I go, I need to add value. Every room I go into, I need to add value. I'm not worried about the check. The check will come based on my worth, based on my value. As long as I show right. my value, as long as I add value when I walk in the room, the check is in the mail. And that's when I came up with mailbox money. Before this, it had like a name like leisure money because it was like, yo, I want to make money in my leisure. I want to make money when I'm not working, right? That, so that was like one of the original concepts. It was like leisure money. And then before that, the clothing line I had, the last one was called amelioration. And that um, the root word is ameliorate, which means constant improvement which means, mm -hmm. you know, consistently improving everything, right? So, but Mailbox Money had this street edgy twist where I could kind of, it would appeal to those who weren't looking for anything deeper. But once I got the opportunity to explain people what it was and what it meant, 
then it also held a heavy weight and it had a lot of value to it. So really yeah. the concept behind Mailbox Money is add value everywhere you go. Um, it's the full name of the brand is Mailbox Money Culture Courier Company because um, Mailbox Money is a new way of life for our culture. We understand, we're now starting to understand our value. We're not just saying, hey, we need the opportunity. Please give us the opportunity so we can have some money. We want our fair share. We're saying, hey, look, we're adding value to you know, the, this entire United States culture, this world culture, we are the origin of the value. So mm-hmm. we are naturally in our natural space adding value everywhere we go. And so now it's the culture carrier coming because we're going to carry the culture from what's now understanding that, hey, we can show up and get paid to what's next, understanding that we are the value when we walk in a room and just in our natural states, we don't have to code switch. We don't have to show up in any form. We don't have to show up any other way any other than our true natural selves. And we'll add value, right? Us sitting here behind, you know, these computers and, and like being able to work from home and getting the same job done that we used to have to show up with shirt and tie and you sitting at home in your sweatpants doing the same work because you were, the value was already there. It didn't, it didn't matter how you showed up. It didn't matter your appearance, you added value. And this is what right. the clothing line is about. It's like, yo, this is streetwear, but it's luxury streetwear. It's comp, it's, you know, it's compact cotton. It's mercerized cotton. It's comb cotton interiors. It's European, European cut. It's small batch manufactured. You know what I'm saying? It's hand, like each piece is hand inspected, right? So when you get all of these things that you normally get from those big fashion houses where they take our images and our imagery and our ideas and concepts, and then they rebrand them in these big fashion houses and charge an arm and a leg after they stole the idea from us. Right. Mm. They discredit, discredit us. And they don't they don't show us that we were the valuable piece that created the idea and the imagery that they took and just mass produced because we didn't have the resources. Well, I cut out the middleman. Right. right. I'm going I'm, I am going to come up with the concept. I'm going to come up with the imagery and I'm going to give you the quality. I didn't settle for anything less than the quality that I wanted. So it's a right. luxury, it's a real luxury streetwear brand. And when you look at it, when everybody puts it on, whenever you see reviews on it, people are like, yo, this is crazy. Like, yo, it, man, it's when, it, when it, you it, see, it, when you see the 3D pocket anywhere, but, tell them where it started on, first. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the shirt now. When and I'm you like, see the yo. 3D pocket, innovator, tell them where it started first. Like, yeah, where can we, where can we find this, this excellent, uh, so the, the um, website is culturecourier.co, C-U-L-T-U-R-E-C-O-U-R-I-E-R.co, culturecourier.co. That's the website. Um, and then the- Same thing for the uh, Instagram, right? Yeah, exactly. Same thing for the Instagram, but I'm thinking on my toes because what I'm going to do for you guys, right, is- everybody who tunes into your podcast, I'm going to give y'all a code. So I'm going to make that code as soon as I hop off of here and they're going to get a 20% discount using the code from y'all podcast. Um, so we're going to make the code BG Savage. How about that? That works. That works. They we'll, put, BG we'll, Savage. Put, we'll put it in the show notes. Y'all heard it here yep. first. 20% off on the website. BG Savage. My man. My man. For sure. Mailbox For sure. Yeah. money. Real quick, yeah. I, I, real, real, real quick. I, I'm gonna turn you to a model because I know you got the fatigues on. I, I want the people to see the fatigues. Mine is coming. I know you got the fatigues. Yeah, yeah. On. Look, you know, I, look, I put the bright ones on today, right? I put the, the bright fatigues on today. I don't know if you could really see them. I gotta jump back. Hold on. These you can't you can't wear these fatigues right without. You really can't wear these unless you want to have a conversation. Like you can't be shy and wear these because you come out the house and eat them and stop. They literally with Okay. Yes, sir. You so, got the 3D pocket. 
Hold on, let me readjust so you can see it. My man told him exactly where to put the pockets at. Yeah, those is nice. <laughs> those is nice. They got the zipper on the ankle. So in case you want to wear a boot cut or if you want to have a tapered ankle, it's got a actual elastic waistband because everybody mm -hmm. comes in different shapes and sizes. And these actually look really good on girls too, which is funny because most people see them and they think they're guys' pants, but when you put them on girls, they look really good on girls too. Um, they got the hidden zipper pocket on the side. When I when I did these initially, they didn't have a zipper pocket on the side, so everything should go in here. But when you sit in like a deep couch and you don't zip this, everything might just fall out. So, you know, they're the perfect pants for just travel, comfort, everyday fashion. Um, the green on green are more a little bit more tame. These are more like the like, look, I'm out, it's my birthday, I'm catching attention. You know, like you can put them on and like the like people are sometimes we see them. Online, people are like, I don't know about the green and orange ones. And then they see them in person and then they fall in love with the green and orange ones. It's normally like the buy the all green ones, see the green and oranges and then circle back and get them. But it's, I mean, it's, it's something for every occasion. I didn't want to do a tracksuit. They finally convinced me to do a tracksuit. I just did the, the tracksuit I just posted on my Instagram um, yesterday night. But I got a fire tracksuit to just like, it's just a sample. But I, I'm probably going to do pre orders for um, probably in the next month or so. Um, but it's, it's, oh. He out here. My man out here. My man out here. <laughs> Look right. at him. Yes. Back too. So you got your little backpack on the back too. We are giving 20% off to our listeners using the code BG Savage. 100%. So shout out to Will Mailbox Money. Listen, and if you don't know anything about um Make sure, Keith, y'all talk to me. Y'all already know y'all talk to me offline. Um, mm -hmm. But um, if you like, if when I say compact cotton and comb cotton interior, and if that doesn't mean anything to you, right? Just understand that if you bought a, a, a sweatshirt or a hoodie from Dior, it's made of compact cotton. When you mm -hmm. buy a sweatshirt from me, it's made of compact cotton. When you buy a sweatshirt from Dior, it's $800. <laughs> right? <laughs> So I don't want to hear like you know people don't understand like what you're getting like people are like oh my man got a hoodie and it's thirty five this ain't that you already touched on it Will our culture is what assigns all of those things value okay so mm -hmm. I have no problem assigning value to something that is by us and for us. It's hard to stay away from it, right, bro? I know, I know. You know, I have no problem supporting and assigning value, the proper value to something that is part from our community and not stolen from our community. So thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Man, listen, put that I, I, in, I just appreciate y'all giving me, yeah, I appreciate y'all giving me the stage. I appreciate y'all giving me the opportunity. I appreciate y'all support. Man, this is all about fun. It's all about, you know, like how it makes you feel. And I, I, I literally like this is called this. This sweatshirt is called um, Happiness in 3D. And there's a one with a heart mm. pocket on it. It's called Love in 3D. Right. Because mm. we live in such a facetious world. 
right? We live in such a world where everything is imagery, but there is no depth to it. There is no feeling. Nothing really stands out about it because people say, man, love and people mean love and people don't mean love. You know, people mean love in so many different ways. But when it's three dimensional, it's something that sticks out about it. It's something that you can feel. It's something that you touch. We live in a 3D world. So that's why it's like happiness in 3D. This is real happiness. Love in 3D. It's real love. When you see real love, it sticks out, right? Mm-hmm. When you see real happiness, it sticks out. So this is the whole concept behind it, right? It's like this sticks out for a reason because it's real happiness. And when you put it on, it'll really make you feel happy. And when you put it on, you'll really fall in love with it. So it's kind of like it always has a sub meaning under all of it. Every every single time there's always like a layer to it. I am excited. (laughs) (laughs) You definitely gonna blow up because you got the right context and and, and your heart is is really in it. You know, it's uh, and, and, and it should be dope. It look good. So uh, that being said, I appreciate you, brother. But uh, I have a, I have a question. This is more so for young sellers and Ted Will, because as me because me and Will is the same. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? I just did my same. head. Yeah, I did my I did my head. Look, I did my head for the podcast too. You know, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> there's a young lady who's been in the news lately. I don't know. I don't know her name. On, on, on our rundown, we just have her called named Gorilla. Gorilla, 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 Gorilla. <laughs> how? I mean, Tell me how. I need to understand how this can happen. I have Gorilla Glue at my house. I, I use it to fix shit in my house. <laughs> like I don't. Right. Uh, what's going on? And I can't wait because there, there actually was a. Like, recent latest development today that hopefully I believe we are Gorilla Glue Girl is out of her misery but mm-hmm. let's talk about how 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 we got here um would she, she want to ask first of all I heard the story would she want to ask yeah unfortunately mm-hmm. yes <laughs> yeah. we lost um, points we lost points on this one definitely did hair laid looks very nice and she began to tell us how she had ran out of a product, which has got to be glue. And Christy, you know, correct yes. me if I'm wrong, but this, this spray is to help uh, uh, make the style last a little bit longer or to, to uh, keep things secure, right? The glue helps mm-hmm. to adhere wigs to your, your edges and do all types <laughs> of stuff. She ran out of it. And she wanted to protect this hairstyle. So she was supposed to be getting Gorilla Snot is the name of the product. Christy, maybe you could, what is Gorilla Snot? <laughs> so yes, like you said, got to be glue is what she ran out of. And that's like a freezing spray. Um, so it like freezes your hair in place. I don't know if y'all remember, like in the 80s, girls had the frozen asymmetrical, like it was probably using freezing spray. So mm-hmm. um, same concept, that's what she needed, but didn't have. So she, I guess, assumed the Gorilla Glue was the same as the brand, which is a hair brand, which is Gorilla Snot. Um, was the same (laughs) and it is absolutely not because one comes from Home Depot and the other comes from Beauty For You so that's going to be my first question like are they sold on the same aisle like no (laughs) yeah I feel like it was I feel like it was a setup 
she asked she asked the questions after the fact. You know what I mean? She, mm-hmm. she should have asked ahead of time. Like, yo, ladies, I ran out. Oh my God, what do y'all do? What do you use? What kind of, you know, she took it upon herself to do this. And so over the last probably what, it's been a week or so. Mm-hmm. There's just been, I mean, I think at first we didn't know whether to laugh. Cause it, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like she's like, y'all, I've washed my hair 15 times. She's like, it don't. It Literally don't 15 times. And it, it, it didn't move. Nowhere. And so over the last week, She's tried to wash her hair. They told her to use tea tree oil. They told her to put on acetone. She did a video where the sister was putting acetone. The acetone started burning the scalp. Like acetone is for your nails. Yes, it's just mm. been a- and so one thing. So I was talking to Keith about this the other day. So I was looking at a blogger that was talking about the situation, and it started making me think this over. Cause I'm like, are you really that dumb? Yeah. Like, are you? Because she's yeah. 40 years old, got kids. I scrolled her Instagram. Her hair is always done. She, it's not, it doesn't seem like this is the first time that you ever ran into this problem. Like, always has her hair done, like, all the time. So, and she was like shotting out her stylist and a few of her pictures. So I'm like, you didn't think to hit your homegirl stylist up? Like, hey, girl, I know so she you did, did it for the clout. Got to be glue. What can I do? So I started thinking, she's a scammer. She's out here trying to, <laughs> I don't know, get on somebody's TV because when I went, then I went, the girl didn't have that many followers. I don't she's know. verified. Yes, I don't know what it's that but <laughs> 500,000 followers, blue check, she got a booking manager contact information in the bio. When you go to that person's page, that person is the manager of all these reality TV shows and things like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. is she stopped posting on Instagram and has they've been selling all of the footage and like inside stuff to TMZ so TMZ has all everything you need to know about Gorilla Glue Girl, Gorilla Glue Girl. and the latest is that she had a GoFundMe the GoFundMe I think <laughs> has raised up to like $12,000 what I'm not sure. I don't know what the money. I don't know. Her surgery was free. Yeah. Well, when she went to the ER, when she went to the ER in New York, and they didn't do anything for her, I was like, well, what are we? What are we raising money for? To buy you? <laughs> I mean, the doctor that removed it did. I thought he offered it like pro bono. He did. It was a twelve thousand dollar procedure, I think, that he said he could do for free. It was going to take like a three or four day process. Now, this is, and I said it. I said the girl needs to submerge her whole head <laughs> in all of those things that they were talking about. She can't just expect to put shampoo on it for 30 seconds and think that you're about to get glue off your hair. I'm like, no. Like, lay back in the bowl with like water, the oil, the acetone, all that stuff to try to loosen the glue up. And it sounds like that's what he did. That's let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all a question. How much would somebody have to pay y'all to go through this ordeal? Because I, I, I think she did it for money. Like it's no way, like, <laughs> like she basically went through all of this to come up. You know what I mean? Even for the clout, for the verification check, 
for the for the followers or for a bag. I mean, if she's selling footage to TMZ, she got paid for it. So how much would it cost for y'all to... I, I, this shit is crazy to me. Like, product says what it's supposed to be used for. So even if you were to pay me, it's like... If no. she got... If she got, right. got $50,000 from all of this, like after her 15 minutes of fame is over and you got 50000 in your bank account, is that a good trade-off? No. no, not not really. I'm gonna tell you why. Fifty thousand dollar stupid girl. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> look at the shit I had to do mm-hmm. to get it. It's just you look dumb. I'm sorry. Where <laughs> where do you go from here? <laughs> it's so, over. It's, we're not gonna. Yeah, do I mean, else. she's gonna have her 15 minutes, and then that's gonna be it. That's gonna that's be it. It, it right. ain't gonna go nowhere. She can run her fingers through it now. Well, she can run her fingers through it now. And so you're right. Now what? You gonna do something else stupid? Yeah. You should get a gorilla glue deal. They probably want to. It's probably they probably don't even want that business though, right? Like you probably don't even want that. Attack. Gorilla glue shut her down already. Yeah, gorilla glue. <laughs> they they carried her like real hard. They was like, yeah, sorry, you didn't read yeah. the <laughs> read the back of the the can. And they had to do like a, a, a how to properly use it. So yeah, they're done with her. I, I would have loved for them to have one of those Twitter accounts where they have somebody young running their Twitter who makes like the funny like Taco <laughs> Bell type of deal where they just, yes. just play with her whole life. Like, yo, nah, bro. Like, I just don't get it. That ain't. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I hope that she gets that money and if she does something phenomenal with it and it changes her life and that 50 turns into five million, and then like I don't know, but like. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it don't take much no more to get famous, insta famous. No, I no. mean, <laughs> any true. anybody at any moment could be insta famous. But the, so. the problem with that is it doesn't come with a check, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. it's so many. Things. It comes with a price tag. Yeah, it, definitely everything comes with a price tag, yeah, right? It everything comes, comes with a price, price tag. tag. But it's like, it's so many famous people. That's the kind of thing that kind of like being that I tell you the one thing that skewed me. I forgot that the that the internet was fake. Right, so now that I did pop outside and I got started with real people again, and I'm like, "Oh, you really ain't got no money." Like, "Oh, you really on who you portray yourself to be online?" Like that, that is what the pan- has done with the pandemic. I mean, that's what the pandemic did for me because I started believing people were who they said they were online. Like, I don't try to present myself as anybody who I'm not. Like, I'm trying to be fairly modest about who I am online, you know, because I don't want to disappoint when you meet me. It's just like. <laughs> Right. People go the opposite, like extreme opposite. Like, hey, look, I don't even have an Instagram, bro. So I'm at zero with it. <laughs> like, oh, good, good. That's, you, you might be too authentic to have an Instagram. I just not no, interested, yo. That's, I don't, that's a good, a good listen. I talk to my friends. <laughs> like I don't know. I mean, he, like, just, he just dry. Yeah. That's all. You like real life conversations, bro? You actually have real life conversations? Yeah, you know, real life conversation. You know what I like listening to? Podcasts. You know why? Because they're long. <laughs> like, what you mean? Like, I don't know. Like, it just don't do it for me. It's not real life. I'm not interested. I'm an old man, okay? I just don't care. I'd be like, so, Ashley, 
What's up? So I sent you a text message. Like, I see you on Instagram, but you ain't text me back now. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? So I have a question. Real life. I, I got a question, right? Did anybody else go through the clubhouse phase? Or is anybody else in the clubhouse phase? So, I just joined probably like two days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, so I'm personally, I'm using it for information purposes, for mm-hmm. like business purposes of information that, of things that I want to learn about. Yeah. Um, so that's my purpose for using it. Not necessarily, I don't know what other people are using it for. So for me, it's more of a networking, learning about a particular topic for me that I'm interested well, listen, in. Listen, 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 that is 100% what I got on 204. And, but it's like, the weird thing is like, you can go down these really like weird rabbit holes of like, <laughs> I, I noticed that. I've been here for this. <laughs> Or the room is titled this, and then you get in there 30 minutes later, and it's a whole different conversation, right? So, Keith, I, I super started valuing conversation. But, like, yo, you can learn so much on Clubhouse. Like, yeah, I made some good connections on Clubhouse. I just had to get away from it, though. Like, I was like, yo, this is just super cap. Like, it's a lot yeah. of super cap. You know? But yeah, it also and makes why Android users aren't on there because um, they don't want too much of the real to be. <laughs> Android. So, right now, it's of the same people with the same phone which is interesting but um y'all be great on that clubhouse staff y'all be great. <laughs> you sound a little salty to me no nah, but right. that was that that would have been my thing though like well, well you and christy touched on it it's like i i definitely enjoy conversation low-key uh, Ashley, this is a confession. Me and Chrissy, we used to do this podcast at lunch without you all the time. <laughs> like, Chrissy would be telling sure. me all her business. She has the best stories. Her relationship is, her, her dating life is insane, <laughs> okay? I live vicariously through <laughs> her. Her and Shannon, shout out to our gang member. Uh, our lunch time at the chicken coop was lit. Um, I never stopped doing the podcast, really? actually. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it would be a good resource to learn from, Clubhouse, that is. You just want to, with anything you come across on the internet, you want to verify that mm-hmm. the people that you that are speaking is actually credible. You know what I mean? It could be, a, I saw an article where uh, somebody was like, the title of the room was like, you know, uh, inv- investment advice from millionaires. And somebody raised their hand and said, well, who in here is a millionaire? And then they got kicked out of the room. One hundred percent. That's literally it's a little, a little misleading here. But okay, that's cool. We we can rock. You know. I mean, you but you just you gotta manage your expectations though. Like you, mm-hmm. Clubhouse is what Clubhouse is. Instagram is what Instagram is. You don't believe everything you see, and you can't believe everything you see and hear on Instagram. Not you can't even. So it's the same. It's the same with club. <laughs> can't even believe everything you hear and see in real life. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> unfortunately, I don't know how we got because people be telling lies to your face. Yeah. So I mean, Uh-oh. this sounded like you a relationship. Got to evaluate what you gonna follow. It just sounded like a relationship conversation. You get uh, lied to your face, bro. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I mean, has it, raise your hand if ain't nobody ever lied to you. Oh, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you lie. You lie right now. 
He lying he right now. Exactly. All our faces. Listen, I, I want to believe everything you want to tell me. Whatever you want to tell me, whatever that truth is, like, I'm all on board for your truths. You know, as long as now, you don't let me discover anything else other than that, like, I'm in support of it. Like, so, that may be the truth. So, you can be optimistic. <laughs> you is can it, be optimistic. Hold on. This is a great... I'm, Will, I'm glad you said that, what you said about the truth, because... Uh, Malcolm and Marie on Netflix. Who's has seen it? Everyone has seen it. Malcolm and Marie on now. Me personally, I'm not trying to sway anyone. I liked it, and before I watched it, everybody told me that they hated it. I'm like, exactly. I don't, I, I don't get it. But then when I watched it, the dialogue was amazing because I felt like it was super realistic and women are going to be offended when I say this, how Zendaya came home. She had an attitude. It took the whole movie to find out why she had an attitude. (laughs) And it's like, that's real life, bro. Like we've been arguing for an hour and 20 minutes about other stuff. But come to find out, you just wanted to part, bro. Like, why couldn't we, why before she even went down that road, she said, We shouldn't, we should, we should not have it. You are incapable of having this conversation. And I feel she knew that it was going to go down that rabbit hole because he wasn't going to fully grasp what it is that she was trying to say and i, I feel you she didn't she didn't verbally you can't, say you can't one you can't make that decision for him okay he's a grown-up you can't make that decision for him two we have to have the conversation because otherwise it's an elephant in the room the entire night i need to discuss this so i can continue celebrating the rest of my night this is a big deal you know what I'm saying? This, this, you this got knows. an attitude and i'm like yo like I'm gonna leave. <laughs> like I don't want to be in that in, around that energy. I feel. I look. Marie made me feel seen because that's <laughs> that's what I I don't want to talk to you about this. But eat this damn macaroni and cheese and just shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, this, this box. I I do have an attitude. I am feeling away right now. However, keep the peace in this house. I'm gonna feed you, and I'm just hoping that you shut up. And what did he do? He would not shut up. That's. He was, Eating the mac and cheese, and he. Can you can you tell a listen? Can you tell a grown man to shut up? But listen though, check this out though, right? Silence can be so loud sometimes. She Mm. never shut up because her silence was so loud. Yeah, I know. He wouldn't wouldn't have known. He was. She wouldn't. He wouldn't have known to ask what's wrong if she would have really been being quiet. Mm. Yeah, silence she was that. getting they extremely catch that. loud they didn't catch right? that they didn't catch that yeah. so it I, wasn't, caught, it wasn't, I caught it I caught it right? y'all, y'all know how to weaponize y'all know how to weaponize the cold shoulder y'all know y'all know it, why, why, like he said why did he even ask what's wrong because he could feel it you know what I mean like I can't be with you and I could feel that something is off we got to address it was, this. it was such a it was, but here's the problem, right? It was such a disparity in energy because there was already a problem before he won. Mm-hmm. There was already like she felt like you said, you said you, you, I, I agree with you, Ashley. She wanted to be seen. That's the whole thing about it, right? 
but she wanted to be seen before that. She just didn't have a platform or enough of the disparity to bring it up. So there was this much distance in where they were. He was here, she was here, she felt unseen, but he wasn't being honored and seen. So there wasn't much disparity. Now he gets right. put on his platform and he gets seen. Now there's disparity. Now he can sense the tension and now she can sense the tension. And now she's like, wait a minute, you not the big dog here, bro. Like, you know, I contributed to all this shine you get. You know, this is a partnership we're in. And I did a lot to get you to where you were, right? So now that's what she was saying. That's all she was saying. She was like, yo, you didn't do this on your own. And all they were doing was just, both of them were asking for the same thing. Both of them were asking to be seen. Yeah. He was saying yeah. like, yo, the whole time, that's why he was mad about the whole thing with the critic. He was like, yo, I'm more than just a black writer. I'm more than just a black producer. I Maybe it is a little bit political. Maybe it is a little bit black. Maybe it is a little bit of this, but, but it also could be this. He just wanted to be seen as a whole individual, right? He wanted to be seen. She wanted to be seen as not just the drug addict who inspired the role because the role, her fear was he was going to fall in love with the, the person who inspired the role, which is the old her, mm-hmm. right? And it was also his ex-girlfriend who played the old her. So he, she like, look, yo, you tripping. If you can't fall in love with the old me, like you got to realize that I'm not just the old me. I'm the new me too. So let me show you who I am. Let me make sure you see who I am and what, what part I had in you being able to even create this. Mm-hmm. And then he had to tell her like, yo, you ain't the only one who had something to do with creating this, right? I had, it was Keisha, Alicia, Ashley, Kelly, <laughs> right? <laughs> can, we talk about that real quick? can we talk about that real quick? Because that part got very, I was a little confused because he he had already shown that he is somebody that will use their words to hurt and to like cut and to stick the knife and turn it. Like he had already proven to be that type of So that scene in the bathroom where he is just like giving Digging her into her. I wasn't sure if everything he was saying was fact or if he was trying to like, like, let me read you something. Let me like, let me, let me put you on to something to tell you how wrong you are. But, but not everything he was saying was actually like fact. Cause if it was, I don't know how she was able to sit in the tub so calm and say, are you done? You smashed the homies. Because <laughs> I, I wanted to start kicking the water for her. I thought, that scene was tough to watch I will say for me I thought the movie was a I call it a beautiful disaster mm. um, because I thought that dialogue wise it was phenomenal acting wise mm. it was phenomenal I thought they both actually said things that needed to be said and pointed out to the fact that sometimes even in arguments we still hold back things that need to be said Mm, so yeah so yeah I know people looked at it like oh he's abusive or his language is so harsh he's cutting deep and she's cutting deep they both digging into each other but a lot of times you know people miss the mark because they're withholding or holding back from things that they need to say (laughs) like you need to know this so you don't do it again so you don't behave in this manner again Mm -hmm. so I liked the movie. I, like you said, I found a lot of people who hated it and was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a toxic relationship. All it is is because she didn't, he didn't say thank you. And, you know, and it goes also for me back to the little things. It's the little things mm. in the relationship that cause bigger issues later on. Like, yep. 
all of this time, he never once thanks her for just being a part of the process for him. Mm. And it's something that small that could dismantle an entire relationship. And to your point, Christy, I think he, he had missed it because originally I think he thought she was looking for an apology. Mm-hmm. He was missing he was missing it. Right. Right. I, I could also tell that like his sorry wasn't it wasn't it wasn't reaching anything. <laughs> and it's like had he said It was mediocre. His sorry at the end. <laughs> no, 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 no. The sorry the, the one at the end, the very end, brought tears to my eyes. So I was like, oh, this yeah. is beautiful. When two people finally, like, it took all of that, but it was like, oh. They finally I see each you. other. And I got mm. you. And I, I, I get real. it. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. that it took to go through all that, but I hear you and thank you. Like, and that's mm-hmm. all, like, to know that her soul, it almost, like, she felt, it was like, all right, I can cut the light off and I'm going to sleep. Yeah. But and I, sometimes that's all it is, though, is thank you but on both sides. And I'm going to say on both sides, men need to be thanked just as much as, you know, women on the other side. You know, like we both want to hear it. So I think that, someone, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, and, and was like, oh, shut up. Um, <laughs> the, the beautiful they, thing they know you saying the truth, Christy. They know it. Listen, the beautiful thing was that he didn't thank her on stage, so they could have the platform for that discussion to happen. Mm-hmm. Because had he thanked her on stage, it wouldn't have been a space for her to actually feel like she was unseen and really tell her how to tell him how she truly felt. Because she mm-hmm. felt that way before any of that. So if he would have right. just said, and my beautiful girlfriend, I want to thank you, right? Then she would have been happy for him in a moment, but she still would have been harboring that animosity. So that, that movie, that, that, that argument was inevitably coming. Right. So that little thank you, like you said, like you got to reverse engineer it. And, and like the only way that that whole thing doesn't happen is if they're two completely different people. I think they were learning how to be with the new selves they had become. Because mm-hmm. it's like once you get with somebody for so long, you start taking for granted all the stuff that they do along the way. The little, it's right? the little things. And, right. and so mm-hmm. neither one of them has said thank you recently because he broke down some shit he did to hold her down. Where I was like, God, right. I mean, he was with her through rehab, yeah. all of that stuff, too. I was like, that's a little deep, bro. Like, oh, you love love, huh? <laughs> 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 what you see? Y'all watch Gloria with Sendaya? Yeah. Y'all- Okay. She plays an excellent crackhead. I'll tell you that. I, I give her. I give her that. <laughs> okay. I was having a hard time trying to separate Rue and Marie because it, it's a very similar. They are similar kind of thing. But what I what I love about that character is that, um, like so many women, right? You you try to be so hard on the exterior, and all you're doing is really like the holes are already there. We can see like right through you. And the the protection that she was trying to put up, the man that knows her better than she knows herself, it was kind of like, she was just climbing her own uphill battle. It's like, you might as well just lay those, lay your cares and your worries right here. Let me try to, let me see if I can meet you. Instead of you just trying to hold it all in yourself and like, push through or get over it or you know whatever that that thing is but I think hindsight obviously had they had this conversation a year ago or you know when it actually (laughs) fresh they probably would be in a different space after the war show Mm -hmm. 
it's yeah. I just think that I, I've been giving this advice to everybody more recently. Like, yo, you everybody just got to be more selfish. Like, you have to be more selfish. You have to put yourself first. You have to do what feels good to you, right? And then deal with the the um, repercussions and whatever those repercussions are, they're appropriate. Because if you're being your truest self and you, you're, everybody's in pursuit of three things, freedom, growth, and joy. If you, if whatever actions you take are rooted in the pursuit of freedom, growth, and joy, one, two, or three of those three things, then it's the right decision, right? And it's going to feel good. And anybody who is offended or is put off by your pursuit of freedom, growth, and joy, that just ain't the people for you. And you got to be able to let those people know. You know what I'm saying? Because when you reserve and you don't move in pursuit of freedom, growth, and joy, and then you start harboring these feelings of holding back so you can keep people around and not step on toes and not hurt feelings, and you keep people around who keep you in a box and in a bubble and they won't allow you to be the truest form of yourself and fully express yourself. And with a stress, it's just a lack of expression of energy. It's trapped energy. So yeah. when you start keeping people around who ain't fully, you, you stress out. Then you out. You, then you got this big movie scene. And, and to take it that same thought and, and apply it to a relationship. I saw this somewhere, I, and so I can't take credit for it. But I was like, ooh, that's a good line. And the guy said, you can't be the woman of my dreams unless you're the woman of your dreams first. You know. So as Will was saying, it's like, look, if you talking to a guy or a girl and they mad at you for doing something for yourself, you need to run the other way immediately. Do you Ass. know what I mean? Like, you need Ass. to go the other way immediately. Like, it's okay to, you know, take take time, to have a spa day or go to the gym or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing for yourself. Start a new hobby. You know what I mean? Or the person that you with. Go ahead. I was going to say, or say, F you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it don't, don't gotta be pleasant. It don't like we don't yeah. need that side of it out. Like just be like, yeah, yeah I don't really want to talk to you, right? Like, and it and it it, it has to be okay as long as it makes you feel good. Like, yo, we gotta be able to love people from different. Like, every everybody has a piece in your puzzle. Every piece just doesn't belong right next to you. We be so busy right. trying to keep every puzzle piece right next to you. I got in this place. Some puzzle pieces need to be in the top right corner. So yeah, yeah, I can love you. I just got to love you from over here. How can I love you the best? By leaving you alone sometimes. Sometimes that's how you love somebody the best. I can love you the best by leaving you alone. I love you so much. I'm I'm going to be over there, bro. I love you that yeah. much. Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be big over love. there. Believe yeah. it or not, that's big love. That's, yeah. that's looking out for yourself and it's looking out for that other person. Because you're allowing them space to right. Or or how to um, avoid or decrease certain anger right. issues or situations and things like that. Yeah, you got to do what you have to do. And right. I, what I really love about Malcolm and Marie, even though the arguing was exhausting, how many of us get in disagreements and arguments where you get to the end and there was no resolution? That thing is going to come right back the right. same way. Mm-hmm. harder with more vengeance because we're now it's now happening again something else is layered on top of that because right. we have any conflict resolution right because you didn't lay everything out on the table and that's what exactly. i meant by what i said like you know they said things that needed to be said because when you don't do that and you leave things unspoken you know you don't bring up topics that need to be discussed then it happens again and then it happens right. again, and then it happens again. Like, so, you know, like you movie. have to address it in order for the behavior to stop. Without right. a doubt, without a doubt. Like, Man. So 
he went and took that bathroom break because <laughs> had he, if he didn't, what came after that wouldn't have been fit. And when when he came back and she had dropped that tear and she was just like, I just have one question, but if I ask it, do you promise not to like, you know what I mean? Like she mm-hmm. wanted to get it out, but she, I could tell she also didn't want to fight no more. Like I really right. she was scared. <laughs> I just want to get this off. I want to get this off, but I want I want I want this to be a space where I can just say it and you don't make me feel like shit. Right. Right. Mm. Everybody can relate to that. Everybody can relate to that. When you hesitate to 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 say something to Absolutely. a person you with, it don't even got to be a person you're in a relationship with. It could be a friend where it's like, man, I need to tell you this. You're probably not going to like it. You know what I'm saying? But we, it's a conversation that needs to be had. You know what I mean? But and those but those are the people that you want in your circle. You, those are the people you want right. to be around. People right. who are going to be genuine. People who are going to be honest with you. People who want to tell you and call you on your ish. You know, mm-hmm. when you're doing something wrong or you're not doing something or you're doing something right. You know, call out that too. So it's that's the importance of making sure that your circle and the people around you are people that are going to do that for you. Because if you circled around superficial people who only there because you in a certain space or because you a certain person or you got a certain thing, then mm-hmm. you're going to always be in a position where you, you're never going to know when you're wrong. You mm-hmm. always going to think you're right. You always, know. you know what I'm saying? You never going to have any accountability for anything because I- no one has held you accountable. I, I love telling you, uh, sellers, when you're being shallow. <laughs> Don't be telling her that. Look, I went with that one. Listen, okay. Listen, hey, whatever. That's a whole other conversation. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. All right. That was great. I love Malcolm and Marie. Everybody should go watch it. It was phenomenal, in my opinion. I will watch it again. I will watch it again. I, I will watch it again. I, I, like I am going it. to. I am going to scan the dictionary before I watch it again, though. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> I actually watched it with like, on, which was hope. Um, yeah, I always do that. Been on some real SAT words. I was like, I for real. Yeah. I was like, hold on, gravitas. I was like, gravitas. Look at up every word she was saying. All right. That was that was. I like that. I just I don't want to watch it again. Like I just can't go through it. <laughs> it, it it's heavy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't willingly go through another hour and a half of arguing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's heavy, like, but it's I, a like, good I just one. I just literally was like, so they want oh so they gonna argue again like oh <laughs> okay like. No, no, but it was dope, right? Because I understood it, right? And I like it had it was beautiful, a beautiful beginning, middle, and end. Like it was all done very well. It was just like so much tension. Like I'm one of those, like I felt the tension, and I just like, ugh, like it's emotionally draining. <laughs> it's like yeah, I'm good on watching that again. Like yeah. maybe in a year or two, right? I'll circle back to it. But like I, I would recommend for everybody to watch it at least once. At least once. At least once. Absolutely. I think it was a great movie. I think it was one of the better movies I've seen more recently. I just, mm-hmm. again, it was just like, oh, I didn't know. Maybe now that I know what I'm in for, I can watch it. Again. You know, yeah. it's like, I didn't know. I was like, where are the other characters? Oh, it's just them. Are they not going to leave the house? 
it's just a, one it, big argument. It was, you know, it's a COVID movie. You know, when they shoot movies yeah, now, they, they, they can't like have now. a huge cast. So they, it's essentially a play. One location, yeah. quarantine, and they shoot the whole thing. I didn't even think about that. I literally didn't Malcolm and Marie was that. a play, right? Is that correct? I'm not sure. I I'm think it sure. was a play. I, had I didn't know it was Googles. gonna be able to make it make it through with it all being in the you know it was all black and white it was all in the same scene I thought I was not gonna be able to you know same but the dialogue was just so phenomenal you couldn't help but to continue watching it you know to to like get to the end it's like okay are they gonna kiss and make up are they gonna end it you know it's kind of like you yeah. it, it drew you in so you had to like keep watching. I was this beautiful disaster. I was like, yo, she's a junkie. Why would they took, but they, they're messing it up. And then she was acting and I was like, oh, just kidding. I like that. Actually, job well done, right? Like the whole knife scene, I was like, oh, come on. Really? Now she's back on drugs. Like mm-hmm. they didn't do that, right? Well, like, Real good because that's is. what I said. She can play the hell out of us. Exactly. <laughs> I was listen, I was disappointed that, that they would bring that in. Like she couldn't just get past that phase. I'm like, oh man, like this is so good until that point. Authenticity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I like that one. Clearly, All right. clearly. All right, Ashley. Anything else? What we got left? Um I guess real quick, I more so wanted your opinion about the My visual album. Cause the last time we talked, I don't know if you had, had watched it, but I nope. I just nope. Huh? <laughs> cool. Well, no. not watch. I missed it. I, I'm I'm being told we're, we're... no so uh we'll talk about it with the next one when i can oh, okay. watch it mm-hmm, mm-hmm, cool. mm-hmm. yeah we um, could we could uh go ahead well we could we can talk did y'all see american skin i did you saw i it? did i also enjoyed it's that movie it's thoroughly it's as well the dialogue was phenomenal as well what amazing that's your homework ashley it's my opinion yeah, guys, I I missed out because um, you now have to buy it or rent it. It's not free. <laughs> Jesus it's worth it's worth the six ninety nine. Um, my awesome co-host has uh, provided me with a way hey. that I can. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he, he, has, he has an idea of how I can possibly watch I, it. I, I bought it. You can come watch it. That's what she's referring to. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So I am going to, um, I'm going to do my homework, but from what I have seen and heard, um, you know, good film, obviously very timely with what is just, and has been going on. Um, I obviously feel that, you know, especially for us, we're just kind of tired of the same story of like seeing these people, white people, cops commit crimes and um, it not, there, you know, no justice being served. So, right. 
Yeah. So I that's mean, a, that's, that's another movie that people aren't going to like, probably, because it's a redundancy of what we're living currently, what you're seeing in the news daily. So, you know, some people aren't going to want to watch it because mm-hmm. it's overload for them. I will not watch it. I won't watch it. I won't. I won't. I won't. I feel like that about... I, I feel like that about slave movies, Will. That's like, I, I've seen enough. <laughs> uh, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, we were slaves. You know, like, like, so you're not going to watch Roots? Oh, okay. No. <laughs> not watching Roots. Not watching 12 Years a Slave. I'm not watching. No, no, I'm good. I've never seen 12 Years a Slave either. No. It's, it's a tough watch. <laughs> it's very no. difficult to watch. So, yeah. Now, Django. Django. I'm all for Django. <laughs> I love Django. Of course. Nah. Go ahead, Ash. What were you about to say? I was going to say, we're about to wrap this up. But okay. we have a question that we would like to ask. Um, <laughs> who should go first, Christy or Will, Keith? What do you think? Will, the, uh, no, Will is not answering the question. It's going to be oh. you two. <laughs> why is this, is this, oh, is this, is this a female question? It no, it's just, a, it, it's only a the question. Y'all. That the world would like to know is why are you single, honey? Me in particular, or why are women <laughs> single? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I thought Young the question. Was, I didn't know I was going to be included in it either. Yes, what are you talk about? I can go first. I'm single because I am not good with um, setting and keeping boundaries. That's why I'm currently single. Elaborate. That's like a very vague answer. What does that mean? It was a general answer. Good answer. General. general. All right. (laughs) You can't finesse the finesse. What does that even mean? Speak English. It means that, um, you know, like, it's almost like when you are a child, right? And you're being told, don't put your hand on the stove. Mm -hmm. And obviously now as an adult we know for a fact you do not put your hand on the stove so even Mm -hmm. in that same vein even with relationships there are certain things that you know you should not do or you know that by doing things what the consequences will be but Mm. you still do it anyway so that's what I mean by the boundaries it's kind of like if you are trying to so I am 30 single, 30 single. I'm 30, that's a new one. 30 single. 30 single. <laughs> I am 30. You know what it is. You're 21 30. and 30 single. You're 21 and <laughs> You're right. I'm 21. But I am single with no kids with the desire to have a family. So there are certain things that, let me put this weapon down. There are certain things that I need to be, you know, connecting the dots on, right? Mm-hmm. Or like we talked about initially with manifesting and like that's the goal like that's what I want so anything that's not you know bringing me that it needs to go I I couldn't agree more not in line with where I'm trying to be or where you know what my destiny is then that's a boundary that I need to create and I need to stick to it yeah, you date with intention. That's a great. That's a great answer. Thanks for not giving us the BS answer, Christy. Young sellers. <laughs> um, I am single. Um, <laughs> because I think I probably have a few issues. Um, 
you know, that I will own up to. One is probably, like Ashley said, a, a boundary issue and making sure that I'm sticking to those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think that I'm not 25 anymore. So my needs are very different mm-hmm. than what mm-hmm. they were at 25. So I think just I and I'm going to speak on this DMV area in particular. Um, I think it's very difficult for women to date in this particular area um, because it is a lot of us and it's us, us, being, us being women, black women. Yes, it's a mm-hmm. lot of us black women who are beautiful, who are educated, have themselves together, you know, career, job, car, everything, you know, house, mm-hmm. all of that. So it's a lot of us. And I think there is it's very disproportionate when it comes to men who are able to like level up to the playing field or, or be above. So, Mm -hmm. um, and it makes it very difficult because like I said, I don't, my needs at 25 are not the same needs that I have now, you know, I own a home. So my needs are different now. Like I got real bills to pay. I got, you know, so I need someone who is, able to to meet me at that on that playing field Mm -hmm. so I find it very difficult to find that in this area and the men who are on that playing field are also on several other playing fields they got options so (laughs) yeah they have they have options and you know and it, it, it makes it very difficult um but I also think that I'm single because I'm still in a position of healing and a place of healing. Mm -hmm. So um, I know that I cannot dedicate myself wholly and fully to anyone until I'm completely in a space that I need to be in. And I recognize that. So, you know, that's why a lot of my relationships or situationships or whatever you want to call them are like kind of, stagnant they they're kind of just like flatline because I know that there is a space that I need to be in before I can be anything to anyone else right and so if I'm if I'm doing the work then I expect whoever comes into my life to also have done the work so that you know we don't have a Malcolm Emery situation so that we don't (laughs) have you know we ain't up arguing for for 48 hours so Um, you know, so for me, it's, it's a lot that plays into it. It's, uh, it's history, my past, you know, mm-hmm. I've been hurt a lot in the past. So, you know, that plays a role into why I'm single, but, you know, I think healing in general, I talked about this with somebody earlier today, actually, that I think healing needs to happen on both ends because there's a lot of broken men, um, on the other side. And they're mm-hmm. coming into and entering to spaces of women who are healed and aren't healed. And it doesn't work. It's just not going to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I want to say um, something about broken men, but I'm going to save it. Go ahead. Hold on. Before we, before we go, I just would like to ask you, you two gentlemen, do you guys believe in um, therapy? Oh, without a doubt. Wholeheartedly. Therapy okay, well, is amazing. Okay. Absolutely. Just making sure that you know if you believe in therapy, you should, you know, each one teach one. So you know the fellas out here, advocate <laughs> for that. Be like, yo, my man, <laughs> nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with going to therapy. 
but it's a lot of men who refuse to go to it. And I just spoke to one in recently in particular who stated out of his mouth, I will probably never go to therapy. Mm. So, you know, it is men out here that don't see the benefit in it or there's a stigma attached to it because then you're crazy or um, so it's just something I think that needs to be men need to be a little bit more open about. Mm -hmm. um, and it's unfortunate that a lot of them aren't. Listen, nobody, none of them need to be anything that they aren't already, right? You just got to lean into whatever you leaning into and be the light. Like I always tell people, stop being a teacher and start being a lesson. Because when you're a good teacher, you can't move on until everybody else gets the lesson. When you're the lesson, they can't even access you unless you're on their page, unless they're on mm. your page. So stop being a teacher. I'm saying don't be the teacher. No, but I'm talking about men that refuse to go. That's not your business. Yeah, stop trying to fix them. I'm not, I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm not telling you to, like, forcing you to do it. I'm just making a statement that, you know, men should be more open to the idea. And a right. lot of them are not. That's the okay. only statement. No, no, no. I'm not. Listen, I wasn't even addressing your statement. What I was saying no. is, don't even worry about them. Mm. Right? Stop trying to be the teacher because it's like you 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 like you care about them so much and you want better for them, but they got to want better for them. So don't even worry about teaching them. The way you teach them is you become the lesson. You become what you want to get out of therapy. If you go to therapy and you have an end goal of what you're getting out of therapy and you're becoming who you want to be out of therapy, then you shine. You become a light that then they mm -hmm. want to they want to investigate and figure out how you got there. Well, how did you you know I'm at this and she, she and now they're receptive to the lesson that you want to teach them, but you can't teach them. You know, let me, let me just go back real quick. What I was trying to say is, is that there are a lot of men that are um, coming from a like know it all type of thing. Like they already are the oh teacher. But you haven't gone. You haven't done right. it. Right. So, work. So, so, so this is the thing with them, right? Yeah. That ain't your business. It's not my business, but that's why I'm I'm saying to you guys though, like if you had if you know they ain't, they ain't, they not my business. I'm gonna be the light. <laughs> they definitely I'm not my business. They they ain't they my said. business. I'm gonna be the light. I'm gonna be the lesson. Like listen, listen. Like I think we're doing the right thing by like just putting it out there as something like right. an idea. But like that's all we can do is like put it out there and then move on and from that's it. Like, all put I'm it out saying. there. That's yeah, all I'm yeah, saying. So when yeah, you hear yeah. a brother say, when you hear a brother say therapy, all you gotta do is put it out there and say it's cool, bro. Therapy. It's, I'm not, you don't have to employ the person, yo, you need to make an appointment and you need to call this number. Right. But it's more so just being, I think that more men need to feel like it's okay. That's what I'm saying. So right. if there are men out there that are okay with that. Be comfortable with opening your mouth and saying therapy's okay. Like it's okay for you to seek help. That's all. You don't have to, gotcha. you don't got to leave them there and be the teacher. I'm done teaching. Good. Yeah, y'all trying to get me. We ain't teaching up. and we ain't building no more beds, okay? Because it's ain't built <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you need to come with your ish together. And that's our TED talk. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> y'all lucky. Y'all lucky we had time. Jesus. Okay. Go ahead. Take us out, birthday girl. Because y'all about to get me started. Well, um, I wish that we could continue this on for much longer. I know we could. We could talk about this all, all day. But thank you guys for joining us. And we hope to uh, drop this very soon. So if you want to let your peeps know, 
Boy Girl Savage, we are back. We are coming back. Season two, we are here. It won't so, be another two years. <laughs> yeah, no, we we were gonna say check us Maybe out next week, but we're just gonna say Maybe. coming soon. Coming soon. Maybe two months. Uh, I don't know. Um, one more time for the people. Will, uh, can you drop your Instagram for the people? It's it's culture courier dot co. So culture c u l t u r e courier c o u r i e r dot co. If you just if you actually just type in mailbox and then the money sign in the search though, um, it'll come up. Um, personal go. Instagram if if it's easier for you to find because that was a lot of letters in culture courier dot co is a fly mind if you go to my personal instagram a fly mind and you can uh find a link to my actual website as well as my business instagram and we can rock and roll from there and young sellers savage on the website young sellers you want to drop your uh what because we don't want we don't need people calling her young sellers (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's, that's her that's that's her name because he thinks we're in the military for some odd reason did you know that she freestyles she raps i do not <laughs> how, can, how can the people find you how can we see all of the you find me on the gram that's it i don't have to do a bunch of social media so just instagram christy k-r-i-s-t-i underscore renee r-e-n-e-e um but that's it that's where you can find me and she do hair y'all yes she's my she's my braid stylist i don't go i don't go to anybody else but christy to do my Um, and then to find Keith and Ashley, we are at Boy Girl Savage on everything. Twitter, Instagram. Why are you laughing like that? You can also... Because um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say... Visit. I thought you was going to say your Instagram. I'm like, I don't know I one of those. No, I wasn't. If you're looking for Keith, just, just reach look out to Ashley. us on Boy Girl Savage. Look for right. Ashley if you're looking for me. Don't look for no, Keith. <laughs> don't call me. I'll find you. I'll find you. I'll find right. you. <laughs> blog um boygirlsavage.com so you can find us on almost all the platforms um looking for me personally i'm ashley marie on all Mm -hmm. platforms instagram twitter um and that's our show Um, i'll save it for next time no i want to know now i want to know now i mean um, shout out shout out to um my business i like to bartend her so if you're into you drinks, go. you can check me out there too. You gotta have drinks for the next episode. I will. Well, we'll ship them. <laughs> we'll <laughs> ship them out to our guests. All right, y'all. We appreciate y'all. Peace out. Bye, y'all.